How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the In and Out of It podcast. This is episode number six. Episode number six of this podcast. I just want to say thank you to everybody who has listened to the other episodes, who has followed the um, podcast account on Instagram. And if you haven't, In It Not Of It podcast, In It Not Of It underscore podcast on Instagram. Check it out. That's where I'm going to be posting everything, posting the updates, posting um, just pictures about the podcast and little audiograms about the podcast um, and when the episodes are coming out and everything like that. So this is episode number six. I'm super excited for this one. Um, so this one, as you can tell by the title, it's all about um, missions or I haven't figured out what I want to name the title yet, but something about missions, something along those lines. So this past week, actually, I got the opportunity um, for my internship. <clears throat> I'm interning at County Line Church of God. Um, for my internship, I got the opportunity to go to on the middle school trip, their middle school trip, and we went to Bear Branch, Kentucky. That's like a place I know I know nobody has ever like nobody's never heard of that. Nobody's listening right now has ever heard of Bear Branch, Kentucky, right? I hadn't even I didn't even know where we were going. And then when I found out when it was Bear Branch, Kentucky, I was like, I, I still don't know where that is. But I knew it was in Kentucky. So it's a place called Bear Branch, Kentucky, right? And it was this, it's like six, seven hours um, from the Fort Wayne-ish area in Indiana. Um, but Bear Branch, Kentucky, it's this really, pretty, pretty rundown area in Kentucky, right? So it's pretty high poverty rate, pretty, pretty high disease and obesity and just all these bad things, pretty high, um, just a pretty bad area for the most part, right? I mean, it's not like you're going to get stuff stolen or killed when you're in there, um, when you're there, but... Um, there's some cute little towns around there, but um, overall, it's de- definitely a community that needs love and needs Jesus, right? So, so we go there for the week. Keep in mind, I'm going there with a group of middle schoolers, so people that are ranging from like 12 to 14 years old, right? So, you know, middle schoolers, a bunch of immature middle school boys just making dumb jokes the whole time, um, and so we're so we're there this whole week, and I'm going into this trip. We're all going to this trip, actually, thinking about thinking that we're going to do yard work, right? That we're going to do yard work. I'm going to go help out, you know, classic, just like missions trip stuff. Like you're just, you're going in, you're helping somebody, you're either fixing a roof or you're doing something and you're just like doing some good work and then you're out, right? Well, on our first day there, we, we find out apparently they're like, hey, we don't need anybody to do yard work. Actually, we need somebody to do, help us with a day camp, right? It's like, whoa, whoa day camp, what, what does that mean? So this day camp, it consisted of, kids all from the ages of four up to the age of 19, right? So these kids in this community, we went to this park every day and we helped take care of these kids. And, um, we help just, we go through different things such as devotions and games and stuff like that. Um, so at first shock, our students were like, what? Like, I'm like, like the same age as some of these kids. I can't do this. Right. So this, we turned out and, um, it was pretty nerve wracking for some of the kids to, you know, have to do a day camp and take care of kids. And, um, once again, just cause of the area we were in, there's a lot of just, um, just bad homes, a lot of just bad parenting. And so a lot of these kids were re- pretty messed up and a lot of these kids just needed love and, you know, sought for that love by getting attention, by doing bad things. Right. Um, so I was with the teens. I got the opportunity to be, um, with the teens portion of that group, um, which once again, consisted of some middle schoolers. So not only was I with middle schoolers once we left the day camp for the day, but also when I was at the day camp, right? So lucky me, but I got to be with the middle schoolers and, you know, just seeing the, the way that this camp has affected these lives. Like some of these students have been going there and some of these kids have been going there who are 14 years old right now had, had literally been going there for eight years 
have been going there for like over half their life since they were like a little kid, right? And so they've been they've been going to this day camp and they've been affected by the people who's come to this day camp and these volunteers for a really good portion of their lives. And so each week over the summer, and I think sometimes, I think the day camp's just in the summer, but each week in the summer, there's a new like missions trip to this organization. And so they get new volunteers, they get new people, but they always have the same staff over the summer um, as summer summer goes, right? Um, they have the same like two staff members who are working at this um, day camp. So there's these two people who had, had been there and were have been with these kids for more than a year, a couple of years, I think, and had known these kids and built relationships with them. And, you know, expecting when you go to a place like this, a place that um, has that much poverty, a place that's that kind of torn up and messed up, you don't expect to see, you know, a lot of Christians, you don't expect to see a ton of um, faith around there, right? But because of this mission, because of what these people did and how they just, you know, were with them and walked through life with them in this day camp, um, a lot of these kids, I, I talked to them, I asked them, I was like, asked several kids, I was like, hey, do you know Jesus? And they're like, yeah, I do. And you know, while they, you know, they're middle schoolers, so they're not always going to act like they know Jesus. Um, they said, yeah, I know Jesus. Like, I go to church, stuff like that. Um, and it just, it made me realize, like, wow, like, mission trips are so, so cool, right? I mean, you you get to, like, especially something like this. So, a little bit of my background, I've been on besides this one, eight other missions trips um, before this with an organization called Mission Serve. And, and Mission Serve, awesome organization. I uh, super highly recommend them. I love them. Um, but Mission Serve is very um, project-based, right? So every time you go on a mission trip there, you have, you're either doing um, roofing a house, you're either building a, a handicap ramp, or you're painting a house, right? So there's like three different options every time. I mean, there's some other community stuff that can be done, but those are like the three basic things that you do on the mission trips, right? So you either do like those three things in mission serve and all eight of the other mission trips, those are like exactly what I did. Like I either was putting on a house, painting a house or doing a, a handicap ramp for a house or a church or whatever it was. Right. So I was, I had this huge, big mindset going into this mission trip. I was like, okay, like and I, I tried to go away from it, but it's something that can just develop when you're used to getting like projects done and working and stuff, right? You're like, okay, I'm here to get a project done. I'm here to do this. I'm here to, Yes, love on the homeowner and whoever it is, but like I'm here to get a project done, right? And so this was my first experience um, of doing something like a day camp or like loving on kids for a whole week and just um, investing into their lives, even though I'm only there for a week. And I just like I loved it, dude. I I loved being able to, you know, like when you're doing a roof and when you're doing um, any works relationship like that. Like yeah, it's good. And there's I was telling some people on the trip this like yeah, it's good. There's some impact being made. Like people are going to remember that roof and they remember how you put on that roof. Right. But like with this day camp and with like teaching these kids the love of Christ, like, man, that that's like, that can be eternal. And that's like, that was my thought. I was like, man, this can be like, this can literally be eternal for somebody. Like during this week, like during the way I act towards these kids and the way I show them the love of Jesus, like that can actually affect the way their eternity goes, right? Because that showing, being the love of Jesus for them can um, influence how they act in their future lives and if they eventually one day commit their lives to Christ, right? And so I just, I thought it was a really cool just experience to be able to, to love these kids and just be able to invest in them. And, um, and I figured, I was like, you know, I should, I should 
do a podcast talking about like just mission trip, my trip um, in general, and um, just mission trips in general too. Um, so like I said, the place that we went to is called Big Creek Missions in Bear Branch, Kentucky. And, you know, I, I think mission trips, a lot of people, like, they go on them, and it seems like something that's just, like, the church just does, right? Like, like we know it's an important thing, like, because we know it's important to, to go out and invest in the lives of communities around us, stuff like that. We're, like, we know that's important, but oftentimes we don't really know why we actually do it, right? Like, why we actually go out and invest in these communities and, um like do these projects like we all know many churches do right and so it's important to know that like i was, I was wondering that today too i was just like i was like why like w- what does the bible say about mission trips what does the bible say about going out and doing like work like this and um just found like you know there's so many instances in the bible where god says like go like god said sends us sends us out right i mean the Great Commission, for one, like, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Like, obviously, he's giving us a mission. He's telling us to go um, into all the lands, right? But then you think of, like, the disciples. When Jesus is going around gathering disciples, he, he was like, leave, like, where you're comfortable. He's like, leave your boat, leave your tax collector booth, like, leave where you're comfortable, and you're going to go with me and do ministry and love these people in these communities all over the earth, and like Abraham, he sent him out. And Jonah, he sees like you need to go to Nineveh, and and preach to them and and call them to repent. So he, there's so many instances, and uh, throughout the Bible, of God telling us to go and to be the church and to go and be His hands and His feet and to be His body, right? And and so talking about mission trips, I'm just even though I'm like okay, like I know I'm supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I know I'm supposed to do this. I'm like. But like, why? What's is there really like a long-lasting effect for mission trips? Like, is it are are mission trips really doing long-lasting good for the communities that they go in, right? And I was and I was thinking because so Bear Branch uh, or um, Big Creek is actually a really cool project because um, like Mission Serve and a lot of other organizations, missions organizations, they have like their central location and then they send like groups all across the country, right? So they're like. So one week in the summer they'll be in Savannah, Georgia. One week in the summer they'll be in North Carolina. So they're they're all in all these different places covering all these things and affecting all these communities, and like that, that's really cool. And like you're you're got a widespread effect, and I, and I like that a lot. Um, but I thought the cool thing about Big Creek was they were so heavily invested in making this community, this like rundown, redneck hillbilly community in Kentucky changing it for Christ. You know, they, they weren't interested in, in going out to, um, you know, going to Florida. They weren't interested in going to Louisiana and to California and to all these other states. They weren't interested in going there, but they, the, the, the director of it, Kevin, he, he had a heart for this part of Kentucky and he wanted to see this part of Kentucky changed. Right. And so I was like, man, that's, that's pretty cool. Like he wanted to see, and he wanted to see this part of Kentucky change, and he was so heavily invested, they weren't worrying about that, but they were truly focusing, investing all of their efforts into this one community, and I thought that was, I thought that was really cool, because I think sometimes it can almost be a drawback when we have these organizations going in and touching a, a community for a week out of the year, and then leaving, you know, right, um, and I think it's, it's so important for us to be long-lasting 
um, have long-lasting effects and long-lasting ministries in these communities, not something that we just pop in, take some cool Instagram pictures um, of our house that we did, of our of our kids that we um, took care of or something like that for the week, and then and then we leave, right? Because so often, it's, it's terrible to say, but so often mission trips um, can just become something that we just post on Instagram, right? Mission trips are just something that we, that we do to make us feel a little bit better um, and to post on Instagram and to make us look good. Like, oh, hey, I went to, I went to Haiti. I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out who went to Haiti. Like, it's a good thing. You're doing good. But some people, (laughs) some people have this mindset to where they're like, oh, I'm going to go here and I'm going to take pictures of these kids that I helped to take a picture of this, this roof or this project, whatever it is they built and be like, yeah, like, ooh, God's doing good. He worked through us. And then after they leave, there's there's no prayer for that community in their lives. There, and I'm speaking to myself right now too. There's no prayer for that community in their lives. There's no contact with the church to that community again. And there's no there's no long lasting impact that's being done in a lot of these communities that these missions groups and churches are touching. And so that's why I thought Big Creek was so cool because I'm like, man, they're so bought into the idea that they want to make. Big Bear Branch, um, a better part and a just a a more, um, if more Christ-like community and just build it up and and to see it thrive and succeed, and so the fact that they were just so willing to just sit down there and, and just plant there and invest, and I'm sure there's tons of other organizations who are just invested in one community, right? I mean, there's but this is my first experience with that, and so I thought that was really really cool. And another thing I liked a lot about. Um, this missions um, is that it seemed to be actually so focused on equipping the people that were there and sending them out and actually the community being the one that's directly infected by the trip. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I felt like on mission trips I've been on before people go or the missions organization, like, yeah, they want to impact the community positively, but they really are there and they really host these trips to change the lives of the students that are going on the trip. And, like, yeah, that's that's a good thing. Um, like, obviously, students' lives can be changed. Even if you're from a good area, brought up in a good home, like, you still need Jesus, obviously, right? But this, this missions was really focused on equipping the students to actually go out and serve and be the hands and feet of Jesus rather than just be changed and have this emotional experience um, at the camp. So one of the cool things, every every mission trip I've been on, um, and like every camp, like any Christian's ever been to, you know, there's that there's that one day of the week. It's like the Thursday or the Wednesday or whatever it is, and it's like quote the cry night, right? And so it's it's the night where you nail your sins onto the cross or you you throw a rock with your sins on it into the, the lake or, or wh- like whatever it is. But it's a super emotional and heartfelt night. The music is just just like 10 out of 10. Everybody in your group's crying. You're crying. You're, you've seen Jesus for the first time or first time in a long time. And like all these different factors. And you, you give your life to Christ for the 15,000th time, right? Because it's 15,000th time you've, you've felt this feeling and all these things. Um but Big Creek, they, they didn't do anything like that. And I was like, what? Like, they don't, you guys don't have, like, your cry night? You don't have your emotional night? that you, you, Your altar call that you call your students to come get saved, right? And as the director, he's explaining this. He's just like, we don't want anybody to have an emotional response 
and an, an emotional calling to the gospel. Like we don't want this to be a real and authentic faith that these students have and a real authentic faith that they have through serving and through serving the community. Right. And I was like, man, that's cool. Cause I talked, me and Bailey talked about it in episode four of the podcast, but just like how many times do we have these, or have we seen people and ourselves experience these just super emotional, just times where they, they give their life to Christ again. And they, 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 they confess all their sins and they nail them to the cross. And like, I'm good. And they have the super spiritual high in the mission trip. And then that Monday, there's no real foundation because it was all built on a feeling. It was all built because they were playing Graves in the Gardens or Reckless Love or Oceans or wh- whatever the song was, whatever the popular song was at the time, right? And what we forget is a lot of times that music, like the way our body reacts to it, it's meant to be an emotional reaction, right? It's meant to be an emotional reaction. And and there's such a danger, I think, when we're we're so like in love with the song and in tune with it, we can we can kind of for, think that we're worshiping God when we're really worshiping this awesome band and this awesome song and this awesome music in front of us, right? So our attention is is not on the goodness of the creator, even if it's a a boring hymn or a, a, a less upbeat hymn, right? But we're we're having this emotional experience because music draws that out of us. Music draws an emotional experience out of us. And so it, it makes us think that we're encountering God or that we're, we need to cry or need to have this super emotional experience to feel God and to be in God. But that's not what worship is all about. Worship is about obedience to God. Worship is about serving him and being obedient to him. And so the fact that you know, this organization didn't have this altar call, didn't want the super emotional experience for these kids um, to meet Jesus. I thought that was just like super cool because, you know, I've, I've seen so many people over the years have these super emotional experiences on mission trips where for the seventh year in a row, they have confessed their struggles and the sins they've been struggling with for years to Christ and that they're changing and that God is going to change them, right? And like, those are all good things. Like we want those to happen, but the sad truth is these decisions that are made in a lot of mission trips, these decisions that are made on a lot of camps and conferences, these decisions are just based off of emotions, right? They're just based off of emotions. And what we have to understand is that our faith and the faith that we put in Christ is not just an emotion. Like it's not a feeling. And this is definitely I'm kind of going off topic, but this is definitely a topic for another podcast that we're going to have to have. But our faith is not just an emotion. Our faith is not just a feeling, right? Because we know our feelings. I mean, how many feelings do you guys have in the span of just two minutes, right? Like feelings come and go, they ebb and flow, but our faith has to be something that is a discipline. Like we don't just read the Bible or pray when we feel like it, right? We're not, we're not told to just obey God's commandments and to love God and love others when we feel like it, right? No, not at all. Like we're, we're told to obey him and we're told to love others and love God. And that doesn't matter for just our feelings or anything. That is something that's consistent no matter how we feel, whether we're sad, whether we're, we're super hyped up about God because we just went on a missions trip or, or we're not really hyped up and we feel far from God. Like that's like our faith is a discipline. Okay. But I'm off topic, but um, <laughs> I just think so many mission trips, so many conferences and camps just get so wrapped up in this idea that they need to save these kids and these kids need to have this cry and this, this utter, just shout of repentance towards God in this night and this experience that it, it is actually really unhealthy, right? 
And speaking of unhealthiness, I think um, the sad truth of a lot of missions organizations is that some a lot of missions organizations are unhealthy, actually. And I think, and th- I mean, this is just kind of my thoughts speaking. I know there's a lot of people who have this thought, and I wouldn't say go to the point where short-term missions trips are like super unhealthy and like horrible for a community. Um, but I think there is a certain unhealthiness that comes along with just popping up into a community and leaving, right? There's like, and this is just me kind of thinking and talking and um, just being honest. And that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is to talk about things. And I'm not saying I'm right, not saying I'm I'm completely wrong and there's other ideas, but I, it seems that to me that there's a certain amount of unhealthiness that can come by when you're just popping into communities, especially, especially in third world countries where you're just popping into communities and you're impacting this very short, very quick change and then you're gone, right? There's no investment. There's no There's no real connection there. Like there's no, unless you're able to follow up, unless you're able to actually pour into the lives of, of your homeowner, your project or, or whatever it is, it, it seems to me like it'd be a little unhealthy to pop into these people's lives and just go right back out. And not me praising this missions that I just went with like completely because it seems to also to me that me going into the student's life at this day camp and um, just being super vital and then all of a sudden the next Monday I'm gone, like that also seems a little unhealthy. So um, it's, it feels like we need to find a little bit of a healthy balance, right? And so um, I think the important thing, we need to understand the difference between like a short-term mission and a long-term mission. Like long-term being or we let ch- the church sends people out and has them has them live there, live in you know Papua New Guinea, live in Haiti, live in whatever area it might be, and actually do missions there and actually live life there and invest in communities. And it's I think us as a church, us as Christians, need to see and understand mission trips, not as a short term pop in pop out thing to you know, fit in the agenda for our youth group or to fit a certain requirement that um, our church says we have to make. But it's something that we need to see as truthfully investing in a community and truthfully investing and wholeheartedly investing in communities long-term, whether it be supporting a missionary in another country or, or, or whatever it is. I think, and I'm not saying short-term mission trips are bad by any means. I think they're amazing, and they give students and young adults tons of ways to um, experience new cultures and learn how to love people, learn how to serve. But I think there's a huge miss if short-term missions is the church's primary goal and primary focus, right? I think it's a huge miss if church budgets are, you know, say you have a $100,000 budget, for missions and 60,000 of those dollars is for sending kids in these short-term trips where they, they do some work and they, and they come back and they have good experiences and these awesome stories. Right. And then the other 40% of that budget is spent actually supporting somebody who has learned the language of a native country who has spent their time investing in this, in this country and these people. And I, I just think there, there needs to be more understanding that missions is not just this, pop in, pop out type mentality. You know, it's something that we should be investing in long-term. It's something that that we should feel passionately about, that we give money to, and that our church is actually wholeheartedly supporting. Be like, you know what? No, we're we're actually going to, we're actually going to put more money into long-term missions, more money into impacting 
a community long term and and over a, a, a solid amount of time rather than just going in going out right and again i'm not saying like i know the answer to what how we should change things or, or how things should be and i'm saying not saying that every short-term missions organizations just sucks but I, th- I think i think it's important for us to want to impact communities long term right i mean it, it, yeah it's good to put roofs on houses yeah it's good to um paint houses to do yard work and to to go to retirement home I mean, whatever to go evangelize order whatever it is whatever kind of trip it is yeah it's good to do that but I mean, it, it's better to walk alongside a community. It's better to walk alongside people and and love them primarily, right? And to and to actually be with them and to experience life with them like long-term missionaries are doing. And um, I think there needs to be more reflection of that in churches. There needs to be more reflection um, of our efforts and how where we're putting our efforts and where we're putting our people into long-term. You know, whether that's... Um, just sending out more missionaries from churches to other countries, right? And and doing doing things like that. I think there needs to be a more emphasis and just more discussion about um, people living in an area, people people doing that and and investing into a community. And I'm not saying like long-term missions needs to be all the way across the world, right? A long-term mission can be 20 minutes from your house. Right, that's also something else. I think we don't understand like a missions trips. Me too. Like a mission, we think a missions trip needs to be a twelve-hour um, ride in a fifteen-passenger van or a plane flight away, right? But missions, it starts in our community. It starts right where we're at. Like we can go and be the hands and feet of Jesus, and and we can go out from where we're at, and. And do the mission of God to love, do the mission of Christ to love God and to love others and to, and to be a positive change and a positive impact for Christ in our communities. We can do that right here where we're at, right? We could do that right here. Long term missions isn't necessarily just this vocation where we send missionaries out, but like we're all called to this long term missions where we invest in people, where we walk alongside people, right? So I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a good thing to talk about. I think it's an important. Um, thing to think about, and like I said, I'm not an expert on missions. I'm not an expert on the Bible or anything like that. But I think it's it's something to consider. Like, hmm, are, are short-term missions mission trips as effective as we think they are? You know, and I, I've kind of been rambling, kind of been going on. Um, but but I'll end with this. Um, one of the other things that the director and he was also the speaker for the week. Um, one of the things he said is about this organization about Big Creek. He's like, our goal is to work ourselves out of business. And you're like, what? Work yourself? Like, shouldn't you be asking me for money right now? You're like, work yourself out of business. What do you mean? And he says, he, he talks like this. He's like, the true future and like the, the, the mission that Christ has is his church, right? That, that is his evidence of him in here. That, that is his work and that is his, his body is the church, right? Like these these organizations, they're amazing. They they do do they do do really good things in communities and in the lives of people. But Christ's final mission and Christ's his our culmination is is on earth is the church, right? And he's like, so we want to restore this community enough to where the churches and the local church is effective, and we don't have to be around anymore.
And that's like the that's that's the the long term goal of a short term or a long term mission is to build up the church and to be the church, right? The church should be the ones doing these missions. That these we shouldn't have to have these organizations always coming in and doing this, right? Like, and oftentimes you'll see, like I've I've roofed houses, I've 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 done construction work on houses that are right next to a church or that are on a church. I've done these projects that are right next to the church. I'm like, man, I really had to, there really needed to be an organization come from Georgia to come and help this community when there's a church right there, right? The church is the representation and, and, and the work of Christ here on earth. It's not some organization. It's the church. It's the body and not the building. It's not a building, but it's the body of Christ. It's the church, capital C, and the people, Right? And so that's the thing that needs to be the long, that's our, that's our long-term mission right there is the church is to build that up. And I don't know, I just thought that was cool. It was like, yeah, we're working so, ourselves out of a business because the church, we want to restore that and we want that to be effective here. And so, I don't know, all that to say, um, mission trips, I, short-term, whatever it is, I'm not bashing on them at all. I love short-term mission trips. I've been on like nine of them now. I, I love them. Um, but I just think we need to understand the importance of long terms and just, just is just more of a topic of conversation. Um, just some talking points on mission trips just to get us thinking. Um, and so, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed all the other episodes, um, there's five other ones at this point. It's kind of crazy how it's going so quickly, but, um, this should be one of the last, maybe one more, maybe not one of the last solo episodes. So the next episode out, um, next week should be hopefully with me and Bailey both back together. Um, we'll be talking about some cool stuff. So if you made it this far, thank you so much. Um, just for listening. Thank you so much um, for the support and all the love it received and everybody who has messaged me or messaged Bailey um, about this podcast. Um, if you're on Spotify, click follow. If you're on Apple, click follow. Click the um, reminder butter button to be reminded um, when new episodes are posted. So thanks so much, guys. If you haven't already, follow the in it not of it podcast on instagram in it not of it underscore podcast on instagram dm us dm my personal instagram bailey's personal instagram um just for feedback and recommendations like how we can be doing things better um how we can make it sound better how we can um do things or more topics um and some of you guys have already dm me more topics and yeah we'd love to hear them love to have more ideas for this so yeah thanks so much everybody peace out